Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. This is at season two, episode number 200. And I have a, a question here from uh, Terry uh, Sutton from uh, Savage Watch uh, concerning the um, recent shootings uh, in the U.S. over the last few weeks or months. And I'm just trying to find the clip right now. Mike, this is Terry from SavageWatch.com. It's been a couple of tough weeks with the mass shootings that have happened the last few weeks in Buffalo, New York, California, and the latest one in Texas. My question for you is we've had mass shootings for the last several decades, and most of them tend to be the in the inner city. They don't have the same body count that let's say Texas had with the school shooting, the Parkland, Florida, Sandy Hook in Connecticut, obviously because these were in schools or other massacres, let's say in, in Las Vegas. Why is it that these other mass shootings in the inner city don't get the same amount of attention? Is it because of a lower body count or is it because we as a society have become numb and um, apathetic to a lot of what goes on in the inner city? Well, in this situation, Terry, there there seems to be a, a few things that uh, have a direct impact on the uh, shootings uh, concerning whereabouts they are geographically. One, you have to remember that in an inner city, you are going to have a quicker response by um, law enforcement and uh, emergency personnel because of the size the the number of uh, law enforcement personnel working uh, at the time and uh, the availability for resources to arrive on scene quicker than uh, a large uh, uh, or a suburban or rural setting. Um, body count, I don't think it has anything to do with that. However, in, in larger inner cities, there is more of an ap apathetic type of uh, uh, mentality because of the um, everyday violence in the cities. Um, you know, not that it's any tra less tragic than anywhere else. It just seems that it has become more more of a cultural. Shootings have become more of a uh, cultural um, setting. You know, within within violence has become a more of a uh, cultural setting and a norm in an inner city than. A rural community. Um, then again, at the same time, you have to realize that uh, um, rural and uh, suburban America um, they simply don't deal with the the violence that occurs all the time. Therefore. Um, the incident itself is more traumatic. Although the loss of life is just as tragic and traumatic, it is somewhat shifted in um, 
the apathy that, that occurs. Um, and as I had said in a couple of my uh, earlier podcasts over the week, um, school shootings are nothing new. They have been a form of terrorism used by the third world since the 1960s. Um, and they continue to do so. This is nothing new. School shootings have in the U.S. have started in the uh, early 1800s and have continued on. Uh, some of the hiatus points are 1927, um, where an individual uh, had actually blown down a school. Um, at that point, I believe it was still the highest um, fatality uh, rate in the U.S. compared to Columbine, Virginia Tech, and all these other ones. So, it's a multifaceted culture. I mean, we also talk about, let's just say for instance, if there is a drive-by shooting in either a suburban or a rural area in the United States, it is very uncommon, and therefore when it happens, it appears to be more traumatic where in the inner city, because we have continuously continual drive-by shootings, and um, it has become a norm. So this is a very um, unfortunate way that we look at things in society and when we start having things as social norms as shootings, uh, violent action, uh, law enforcement not being able to do anything about it, uh, this becomes a very, um, very dangerous and a very sad um, response. Uh, Unfortunately, this culture is also, um, and I'm not going to use, and I shouldn't use this word, but systemic with um, what the legislation is doing to law enforcement, not, not allowing them to do their job. So what's going to happen is law enforcement's ability to do their job is cut more and more because of legislation attempting to get more vote, votes uh, by reducing the power of law enforcement, and this is really based on a minority uh, level because the politicians, own, their only way to successfully gain more votes by minority is to do what the, the minorities want, which is... Um, They don't want law enforcement to do its job because, you know, it, it seems that there is this, and, and this is a very false, um, you know, or very uh, untrue. You see, you have to understand, if you are in inner, inner city law enforcement, where are they going to have more contact with? Minorities. If you are in a, uh, a suburb or a rural setting, you are more likely to have interaction with uh, Caucasian. Uh, so it seems it, it is a false ideology to believe in an inner city that you know law enforcement is directing itself specifically and solely on uh, minorities because that's not true because geographically the 
these areas are made up high, of higher concentration of minorities. Therefore, one would expect statistically and from a number point of view that uh, these are these are the individuals that are going to be involved in crime. Um, and because of the higher volume of people in inner cities, there's going to be more crime and there's going to be more people arrested. So the, the numbers always appeared skewed because it seems like, well, you know, there's more of this and less of that. Well, that's just a uh, false ideology that people tend to use as a focal point and then you get the government jumping on the bandwagon and anybody that knows me knows I think the government's a bunch of idiots. They probably, none of them have more than a sixth grade education, if that. None of them have never ever lived in the real world like you and I have. Uh, they don't deal with gas prices like us and, um, you know, or anything else like us. And as far as the school shootings, um, you know, we have to go back to uh, the same uh, uh, ideology and methods that we used after Columbine, which is in 99. We have to reestablish law enforcement in the school, regardless of what the parents or anybody else can think so about you know that you know I don't really care if you think it, it's a prison it's a uh, you know the, these you know they, they want ideology you know they want they want to, they want the, the parents want you to believe that they are the school has now become a prison for your kids well why don't you look at it this way with what, what's going on would you rather have armed law enforcement in your school who can directly confront a shooter or do you want to have to wait till they get there that's the big question so I will let the public deal with that because this is their concern uh, my child is thank thankfully graduating this year uh, but that doesn't mean he or myself or any of us could be any less of a victim uh, of a mass shooting because we have allowed law enforcement not to be able to do their job anymore we have allowed society to become a cultural failure, catastrophic failure at best. We allow people to do whatever the hell they want. And as I always have always said, that free will is only a yardstick to your own self-contempt. Contempt. So whatever you do, um, you don't have always the right to do it just because you do it. Um, we have gone over the gun control issue a couple episodes ago, so with that, I will leave you with uh, what I just what we have just talked about. This is Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker Podcast, Season Two, Episode Two Hundred.